Welcome, my friends, to Shaking the Salt with Dr. Peppers. My bio reads from troubled teen to teacher of the year, 100-pound weight loss, blah, blah, blah. You know the sort of thing you're working on in your before and after life story. So at the end of the message, stay tuned if you want to contact me for any reason, including prayers. Thank you. And I'm Dr. Peppers, Shaking the Salt. Here we go. Why doesn't God do something about this? If God's really real, why isn't he doing something to fix this virus? Why isn't he doing something to keep people from dying? What does God control anyway? Does he control which babies die, which people live to be a hundred, and which people are blessed and highly favored and have money and prestige and fame, and the others that live in poverty and are born into families where they never even had a chance? I don't know. Will somebody answer me? How much does God control? You know, the answer to this, at least in our own minds and our own families, will tell us a lot about how much we really trust God as we know him. But do we know him as he really is? It'll show us what we're able to answer to others when they ask. Is this a logical question? Is this something that takes critical thinking? Is this something that can be taught or argued or proven? Is this something that we really can find out for sure? Well, the argument sounds very philosophical, doesn't it? And it's as real as the pain and the fear that touches each of our lives, especially right now during this horrible pandemic, as much as it's touching our families and friends, and as much as we have asked this question through the years, through all of the other sicknesses and illnesses and polio and the Spanish, I mean, you know, everything through the years, but it doesn't become more personal than when one family member faces a tragedy such as the death of a loved one, especially if that loved one is a child, or when someone is abandoned, or when someone's spouse, just out of the clear blue, seemingly, says to them, I want a divorce. There's a word that we use, and it is often described as, especially for those of us who are Christians, and it's the word sovereignty. The Bible doesn't tell us exactly how, when, or why evil came into the world, or doesn't tell us what we can do about it. It does tell us, though, on the other hand, how we can be good moral human beings. Perfect? No, there was only one perfect man who ever was on this earth. But God is all-powerful if he is sovereign, if you believe he is. And he is involved with how many hairs we have on our head, how many sparrows fall from the sky, and we believe that he is in control of history. In the Bible, it says, if you want to go scriptural, Acts 17.26, he has made from one blood every nation of men to dwell on all the face of the earth and has determined their pre-appointed times, and the boundaries of their dwellings. In other words, it is appointed unto a man once to die, and then the judgment. So if God is sovereign, 
And he has given us this free will, which means we as human beings can determine where we go and what we do and whether we want to trust him or whether we want to be in church or whether we don't. It has nothing to do with going and sitting in a pew in a church. We have found that out because most of our churches have been closed down. It's not about being a good neighbor and inviting everybody over to your house because we can't do that anymore either. We have to keep our distance. So what does it mean for us to trust God and to believe that no matter what happens, it's not going to happen anyway, but that he has given us the free choice and the free will to do as we wish? That means we are free moral agents. We can and we do choose between right and wrong, between good and evil, and that man was created in God's image is what the Bible tells us. So if we possess these abilities, then we must be sharing them with other creatures. Here are three things that we are given according to God's word. We have a unique level of understanding above all of the animals, of course. We have a unique ability to make moral choices. A dog runs to where the good smell is. A dog runs to where there's going to be food or where he can fight other dogs or his natural instinct. And man does have some instincts. Yes, that is true. But we have a very unique capacity, so to speak, to consciously place the interests of others ahead of our own. Wow. And to love with the kind of love that God has. That's what he does. This uniqueness is seen clearly when we consider our ability to respond to God's law, when we respond to God's word, and when we respond to God's love. That, to me, is what I never understood in my old days as a former troubled teenager doing what felt good back in the 60s. If it feels good, do it, drink, smoke, whatever you want to do, because tomorrow we may die. From both a secular and a Christian point of view, most human suffering is the result of wrong choices by people who could have done better. Let me say that again. Most human suffering is the result of wrong choices by people who could have done better. Most of the time when we're sick or ill or have something wrong with us or we're in pain, it's because we haven't maybe gotten enough sleep, haven't been eating right, haven't been exercising, haven't been taking care of our bodies. Most of us would agree we could have done better. Even if you go way back to the very beginning, if you believe the story of Adam and Eve, and I do, they were told they could have anything, anything in the entire creation, this beautiful garden, except there's one little tree way over there. Do not eat from that tree, the tree of knowledge, because if you do, your eyes will be opened and you will see good and evil and wrong, and you'll be able to not only choose, but indulge in and choose over God the things that are wrong. I didn't want to talk about God when I was in high school and college because I wanted to have fun. And I had heard back in my old Sunday school days that you don't drink and you don't do this or that if you're in God's will. 
Well, you know, what is God's will? That's where we have to study to really find out. And people suppose it all the time. And they say, well, if there was a God, he wouldn't allow. Or my God would never be this or this. Well, that's your God. If there's really a God, and if indeed Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, no one comes to the Father but through me, if that's really true, then we have to go that route. If it's not true, pick your own. Go ahead, pick a God. Some people choose trees and some people choose rocks and some people say the sky is a God or this is a God. Or, But if there really is one true living Christian God and if he is sovereign that he sees and knows all, even if he's not just controlling us as little puppets, then we better keep our eyes on him. He says, I'm poured out as a drink offering. This is Jesus saying this. The time of my departure is at hand. I have fought the good fight. I've finished the race. I have kept the faith. And there is laid up for me this crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give to me on that day. We're all going to face that day, folks, with or without a virus. We're all going to die one day. And it says it's not just for one, but to all of those who have loved his appearing. So if you trust yourself to God, and I do, no matter how much I don't follow his rules, I don't obey, I'm certainly not perfect. And my history had to be forgiven by someone greater and bigger than I was. There are no easy answers, I must say, but we can commit to a loving God by being obedient, trusting, and loving him back. And when we do this, we too can experience the truth found in 1 John. This is the victory that has overcome the world. And it's one word, my friends, and that word is faith. Faith. Trust God today. Tell him you trust him. No matter what you see, no matter how bad circumstances are, no matter how you feel, trust God and watch what he does with one poor, miserable life. Believe me, I'm living proof on that one. Thanks for being with me today. God bless you. I'm Dr. Peppers, shaking the salt. Thanks for staying on, my friend. If you would like to contact me, visit saltandlightministry.com. If you want to share your story with me, ask a question, have me come speak to your group, or maybe just request prayer. Once again, saltandlightministry.com. Thanks and God bless.